Good Tuesday morning, everybody. Welcome to your D1T in 5. My name is Anthony Grossi, and let's jump right into it. Five current and former Colorado State student-athletes met with Rams President Joyce McConnell and have requested the removal of top athletic administrators, including Athletic Director Joe Parker. Former Rams swimmer Ida Donahoe, who was involved in what she calls mishandled sexual assault complaints, saying, quote, I can make it blatantly clear to you that athletic administrators you have in place are aware of these issues and the specifics of these issues and are actively, every single day, choosing not to act on them. I'm not asking you to sit down with them to train them. I'm asking for their removal. In continued discussion about the Clemson-Florida State postponement, ACC Commissioner John Swafford saying, quote, I don't think there's any blame here. We've got to remember the world in which we're operating right now. It's unfortunate, and I don't think anyone is in a position to question the decision-making of a medical officer in this type of situation. Dabo goes back on the record, saying, quote, The last thing we would ever do is put somebody in harm's way, and it's an insult to the credibility of our program, the credibility of our medical people. And we all agreed to the same rules, and just magically, those rules changed on Saturday morning. I don't give a crap what they say. I know what the facts are. USA Today's Steve Berkowitz continues to keep us updated on developments in the Austin case, writing, quote, In a new filing about interpretation of injunction in Austin v. NCAA, the NCAA continues to say that athletes should be limited to $5,600 in academic incentives a year. This could be paid in cash, but now says the limit might be $5,980 or even $7,630 for football players and $7,280 for basketball players. Sports Business Journal surveyed over 1,800 readers on a variety of topics, including which college commissioner was most effective this year. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey led the way with 37% of the vote, followed by ACC Commissioner John Swafford, Big East Commissioner Val Ackerman, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott, and American Athletic Conference Commissioner Mike Oresco. Asked which properties least effectively handled COVID-19, the MLB led the way at 47%, while the NCAA received 42%, followed by the NFL at 37%, and the NBA at just 6%. We've got some shoveling for the SEC schedule Saturday. With Arkansas still down with COVID issues, their game with Missouri has been postponed. Instead, the Tigers will play Vanderbilt in Columbia in a match that was previously postponed. Tennessee, who was supposed to play Vandy this weekend, will now have no game, quote, for the purpose of facilitating the rescheduling of the Vanderbilt at Missouri game. The league will continue to evaluate the opportunity to reschedule the Arkansas at Missouri and Tennessee at Vanderbilt games. Stadium's Jeff Goodman says the Big Ten has the best COVID-19 plan for hoops thanks to its policy to test daily all Tier 1 folks and referees. Goodman also reports that the league is on the verge of hiring around 15 officials in an exclusive deal in which they would work solely Big Ten games once league play begins. In more COVID updates, Utah head men's basketball coach Larry Kristowiak and Tennessee Tech head coach John Pelfrey have both tested positive. UConn women's basketball is one of the latest programs to hit pause. California-based schools are working on scheduling changes to adhere to the state's 10 p.m. curfew that extends to December 21st. Not surprisingly, early season softball events, in this case the St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational, are being canceled. In light of Cincinnati and Under Armour on the path to splitting up, Extra Points Matt Brown posits that Under Armour may be working to free up some salary cap room, so to speak, as the bulk of its current deals expire in the next few years. 
wondering if Under Armour will make a move on a big-name school. Writing, quote, But for the programs outside that top 20 or so, and especially programs outside the top 50-ish, their next contract could be much more challenging. Two of the three folks I talked to believe that it will be very hard for lower-level Power 5 programs to secure any sort of cash rights fee in their next deal and that discounting terms could become less generous, especially if the big brands soak up even more potentially available marketplace cash. Pro golfer Phil Mickelson made a half a million dollar donation to Jackson State and more could be headed the Tigers' way. Mickelson will play in the Capital One's The Match, Champions for Change event this Friday, alongside NBA Hall of Famer Charles Barkley, NBA superstar Stephen Curry, and future NFL Hall of Famer Peyton Manning. Each individual has chosen an HBCU to support during the competition. Mickelson choosing the Tigers, Barkley choosing Tuskegee, Curry choosing Howard, and Manning choosing Grambling State, Southern University at New Orleans, and Lane College. Each hole has a minimum of 100 grand and could go up to 2.5 million for a hole in one. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Tuesday morning, November 24th. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a five star review. You can let me know your thoughts by replying to your D1 ticker email via the link in the podcast description or on social media at D1 ticker. Be sure to check your inbox to stay up to date in what is going on in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you back here this afternoon.